This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. At some point far in the future, historians will probably ask, what was daily life like in the early 21st century? Well, one thing we know for sure, nobody will ever point to these two clowns and say, this was how you should have been stacking Benjamins. Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and what's it take to teach people about money? We'll welcome the host of the new Million Stories, Your World on Money show, inventor and renaissance woman, Andini Makazinski. But that's not all. How's your retirement plan at work? Maybe it's working even better than you think. We'll share data from Vanguard. Plus, we'll throw out the Haven Lifeline to a listener in need and in anticipation of a national holiday just around the corner, I'll share some star-spangling trivia. And now, two guys who are starting a revolution in the financial world, Joe and O-J-J-J-J-G. Hey there, stackers, and yes, it is almost national holiday time, Doug, but today is a holiday in your podcast years because we're going to have a super time talking money, and the guy talking us up today from directly across the card table from me, it's Mr. OG. How are you, man? What's happening, bro? Just, for those of you not watching us on YouTube, it just got very uncomfortable in here. They've got the hats on sideways. Oh, that's even worse. Uh, Yes, good. Great. We're doing things to try to get people to tune into YouTube. So if they want to see the hilarity that's happening right now, may or, we may or may not be shirtless. <laughs> They've got to go to YouTube and check it out. And we just had a bunch of unsubscribes. I'm wearing my brand new hat that I got my, from my good friend Peter. It was included in a golf event. Oh, now we're going forward. Doug's wearing his brand new hat that he got from Very nice. Himself. Looks good. It's not brand new. And uh, you should be wearing a I'm hat. I'm wearing my bald head. Even inside. Because the, the reflection is the glare blinding. on the camera. Honestly, though, I, I feel like the headphones work better on a bald head. It actually makes your head look better, Joe. The head they, you just wear those can. around on the street. You just walk around like to the grocery store with those because it looked kind of cool on you. Hey, guys, we've got a great show today. <laughs> Andini. <laughs> Andini is just an amazing woman, and she is the host of a show that uh, may have had a superstar on may it. May have. Just okay. saying, may have or had two. a superstar or two on it. It's the Million Stories. Uh, I wasn't on. It's the Million Stories series. He's about himself, Your Doug. world on money. <laughs> that is coming up. But before that, a fantastic headline. But before that, I got to talk to you guys a little bit about foreshadowing. 
Um, it's a cautionary tale. So why don't we all gather around the speakers and listen to this? This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Wait, I'm not done yet. Hold on. Uh, let's listen to one more of those. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Well, don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment's the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. You guys got it? Everybody got it. It's foreshadowing for something else. Like there's something else bad coming. That's what that those messages were to warn us about something else. Something else bad. No, well, that messaging was all good. We got great show well, today. Foreshadowing doesn't have to be bad, does it? No, I don't think so. Not that I'm paranoid. It's just that everyone's out to get me. <laughs> we got a fantastic show. Headlines and also let's move. Hello, darlings. And now it's time for your favorite part of the show. Our stacking Benjamin's headlines. Today's uh, headline brought to you, uh, brought to you by, what am I talking about? Comes from brought to you Napa. By journalism everywhere. <laughs> Dash net, the national association of plan advisors, people responsible for pension funds or the group that works on pension funds and retirement plans. Listen to this. Ted Gabout writes Vanguard just did a study. OG 401k participation rate hits all time record high. All time, all time high. In a nod to plan sponsors that improve plan design and introduce new automatic features despite a volatile economy, Vanguard reveals in its just released How America Says report that it saw record highs of participation, deferral rates, and the use of professionally managed allocations in 2022. Its annual deep dive into the savings behaviors of nearly 5 million plan participants across Vanguard's business. The 22nd edition of the report found that not only are more Americans than ever saving for retirement, that's 83%. This measure has increased by eight percentage points, but their behavior remains resilient amid market volatility. Turns out that when it comes to our 401ks, OG, we're not messing with it. You know, we did this headline a couple of weeks ago about more money than ever in cash and people seeming to want to play the market timing thing. We're not doing it in our retirement plan. And that seems to me to be fantastic news. Yes. Fantastic. If you can keep your fingers off of it, that's the goal. Well, let's talk about that. For people not using their 401k at work or workplace retirement plan, they know they have one available, but they're not in it yet. What's the rationale for getting into that thing? What's the rationale for getting in? 
not being dead broke in retirement. That would be the major rationale. It's a fairly <laughs> compelling reasons. But you hear all the time, right? People that say, I'm not a big fan of my employer. I, I, you know what? I don't want to yeah. save for the, my employer. Not a big fan. Hey, that was my dad. I mean, when I started financial planning 25 years ago this month, as a matter of fact, you know, I said, dad, you got to do this. He's like, I'm not giving those SOBs any more of my money. Yeah. And uh, it was just a big misunderstanding on his part, of course, as to, you know, what, what was happening there. But the other one we hear a lot is, oh, my plan sucks. It's got, it's too expensive or whatever. Yeah. And it may be expensive. So start a movement to try to fix that problem. But don't don't martyr yourself in in the process. You don't have to be the one that like falls on his or her sword, like like going like I'll show you. I just won't save for retirement. Then that'll teach him, you know, to get together with other participants and say, hey, we need to change this because even if you're getting some amount of money for free, it's way better than whatever the cost is that you're being charged. And if you're not getting anything for free, no matching contributions of any kind, the simple act of saving will help build that muscle over time. And it, you don't have to start with 20% of your income. Start with one. Just do one. You know, 10 bucks. It won't, you know, it's ratchet it up over time. If you really want to say, I'll show them, save so that then you can tell them to kiss off and retire early. You can check oh. out of that employer that you don't like. There you go. So if I'm brand new to the 401k, I'm brand new to this idea of using a retirement plan at work. Let's start with a couple things, OG. Number one is... This idea of uh, putting money in you address, but where do I put it? If I'm just beginning, what's a good fund that I choose? How do I make a good decision there? Well, now we're getting into a little bit of the nitty gritty, right? I think the first step is making sure that you get with the HR folks and get signed up correctly. So you want to have them taking some percentage of your paycheck out of your 401k. You might get to pick whether you want to take out the money pre-tax or after tax. Do you want it to be the traditional 401k or the Roth, those are the two sides, uh, pre and after tax. I'm a big fan of the Roth side. Pay the taxes today. You know, you're just, you just live your life and the rest of the money will be tax-free forever. And start with a percentage of some kind that you think you can swing at. The good thing is, is that you can always change it. You know, sometimes they make you wait a month to change it or maybe even a quarter to change it. But it's not so onerous that you can't make adjustments over time. So if you're worried about the dollar amount, just start with something simple. You know, start with 1% or 2% or something and set up a calendar reminder to increase it. A lot of plans, just like the study says here, have automatic escalation features or even automatic enrollment features. So you could say, start me at one and increase me by half a percent every six months until I say stop. You know, it'll be a lot easier to kind of build that muscle. Once it starts going in the plan, the plan will have automatic investment choices for you if you choose nothing. So if you do the do nothing plan, you're going to get a an investment choice that's commensurate with your target retirement date, which is usually the age 65. So if you're young, then your target retirement date might be 2065. If you're middle-aged or old like Joe, then hey, yo. you might get something that's a little bit different. And it's really tied to when you're going to turn 65. That's an automatic selection that they can make. If you're trying to do something a little bit more um, personalized, then then you start with your investment choices and and try to find an allocation that's that's good for you. But if you're starting from scratch and you're like, I got 35 different choices here, I don't know what to pick, S&P 500 fund is fine. Find the S&P 500 fund, something that looks like that, and use that. That is 500 of the biggest stocks in America. So if you're not sure about how investing works, really by picking those top 500, you're just betting OG on the economy to continue. And uh, yeah. I mean, people think that the stock market is voodoo. I hear people talk about betting on the stock market. 
what you're truly betting on is that if the economy is going to continue, these stocks have these companies have to make money. Yeah, well, and they're filled with the smartest people uh, in the universe who are whose interests are all aligned with yours. They also want to make money for their company because their paycheck depends on them continuing to prove their worth and make money. And it's really interesting when you hear people say, well, you know, the government's going to get involved in such and such of business, you know, and that's going to really impact it. It may impact it in a relatively short period of time, you know, or for a short period of time. But those companies are full of really, really, really smart people who have self-preservation on their mind. <laughs> they, they like being the CEO of you know, such and such oil company or such and such a tech company or such and such a real estate developer, whatever it is, they really like that because they get all the spoils that come with being that executive and the whole team. And so their their interests are like, no matter what's going on externally, we need to make money for our business so that our shareholders like us so that we can stay where we are. So, uh, so it's really a perfect uh, symbiotic relationship. You are, rather than trying to bet on individual companies and trying to figure out which company is going to do best, you don't have to do that at all. You just say, I think the U.S. is still going to do okay over the next 30 years. Kevin Bailey on our team dives into a lot of, and curates for us a lot of uh, the smartest people on the internet talking about 401ks. He'll be doing that tomorrow in our 201. So if you want to dive deeper into how to best set up your 401k, why to use a 401k, like uh, so many people are according to Vanguard here, head to stackybenjamins.com slash 201. As I mentioned on Monday, if you're already using the 201, we've got a fantastic referral program. Just go halfway down the 201 newsletter. And if you refer people to this awesome newsletter, uh, we're going to send you some fun stuff, including maybe hanging out with us in mom's basement for a board game night. How fun would that be? stackybenjamins.com slash 201 though gets you subscribed and that comes every Tuesday and Thursday. Hey, coming up next, Andini Mekazinski is just an amazing woman. If you see her online, you will notice that she is not only a, a scientist and inventor, she also works in the arts. She's been a brand spokesperson for brands all over the place from Maybelline to Converse, Google Pixel, she has given five TEDx talks. She's done, she's done so many things. Now she is the host of the new Million Stories series, Your World on Money. We actually talked about your brain on money as I went around the country last year and did an example of, of that series. This is the same group, but with Andini as host talking about the different aspects of money. And here is a clip from uh, the second episode which may be the best one. Uh, this is uh, The Essentials of Building Good Credit. So this is Andini and a special guest. Well, hello, Joe. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I had to learn all this stuff the hard way, so I'm super happy to help everybody learn it in an easier way than I did, because if I can come back from that, so can you. All right, so since you're a money management expert, could you tell me about credit? Do I need it? Well, I know about credit because I messed mine up myself. And the biggest lesson that I think we all need to learn is that credit is a paradox. We certainly need it to buy things like a car to get to work, maybe, or a house for a roof over our head, but we wanna try not to use it as much as possible. In essence, credit means we're trying to use other people's money instead of our own, and that can be really, really dangerous. Specifically thinking- Wow, about that guy sounds amazing. It's just incredible. It didn't, it barely sounded like you. Honestly, it did not sound like you. No, but 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 if you watch the YouTube video, uh, auto tune. 
I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sounded like auto tune. It sounded a little bit nasally. <laughs> like that. A little yeah. Ariana Grande in there. I screwed up my credit a long time ago. Thanks, guys. With friends like these two, it's amazing. But let's not focus on me. Let's focus on Andini. We're going to talk about the making of this amazing series and all the things she learned talking to people on the street, talking to other experts. And uh, she's somebody that isn't from the financial community, which I thought was refreshing. She's kind of learning along with us. But before we get there, I believe it's an important day in history, Doug. I think the uh, what first draft of the Declaration of Independence done today. You want to do the trivia today, Joe? Do I Go not ahead, do that? Man. You've already given half of it away. You are right. <laughs> God, do we need to talk about foreshadowing again? Is this like what comes around, goes around right All here? All I said in the intro is that I had like star spangly. It could be anything. Oh, it could be. I don't know. What is it, Doug? What exactly might we be talking about? Hey, stackers. I'm here in place of Joe to give you trivia. Normally, Joe's better at this than me, but... Anyway, I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Here in mom's basement, we see our job as making sure you're prepared to manage your money well before it's too late. Not unlike that group of guys in Philly back in 1776 who were working on the ultimate term paper, the Declaration of Independence. I have it on good authority that just like my days at Southwest Bahamas State Technical Institute and Beauty School, they procrastinated until the last minute to clean up their masterpiece. With that now famous July 4th deadline looming over them, it wasn't until June 28th that they put the final touches on it. I mean, who starts a paper with when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another? I mean, unless you're trying to stretch two paragraphs to meet the 1,250 word minimum, am I right? <laughs> We've all done it. Even with that clunky language, they just barely made it because the declaration is only 1,320 words long. And just like I had to sign that I didn't use Wikipedia to write mine, when they finished, they had to get all those old dudes to sign it. So that's my question. For the Declaration of Independence, which made Benjamin stacking possible in the first place, who was the oldest person to sign history's biggest breakup letter? I'll be right back with the answer. Well, if you're new to Stacky Benjamins, you may not know that I've tried out a lot of personal finance apps. I like to be a guinea pig and try out all these things. So I know what I'm talking about when it comes to uh, what's helpful and what isn't helpful. And uh, the app that I've used the longest has been Monarch Money. And it's because Cheryl and I, my spouse, were able to collaborate together. We can work on our goals together and our budget and our goals are right next to each other on the app. It is clearly the next generation of personal finance apps. So what is it? Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, because you're a stacker, you'll get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. I love the fact that we get to collaborate. I love the fact that it's customizable. And I also love that it's this ad-free privacy you can trust. They never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch myself, I totally get why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, because you're a stacker, you're going to get an extended 30-day free trial to try it out like I try out many different apps. And this one was sticky for me because... Well, you'll see when you try out the 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash Benjamins for your extended 30-day free trial. 
Well, you know, when I think about Navy Federal, I think about the veterans that have done so much for our country. And I also think about some of our active service members. want to say a special shout out to uh, my nephews, Colin and Nathan, who are both in the Navy. Colin is stationed outside Seattle, Washington on a submarine. And my nephew, Nathan, is in South Africa as an air traffic controller. And in Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants you also to celebrate members, many of whom go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. It's all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their family are eligible for Navy Federal membership. They offer 24-7 help from their U.S.-based member service. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate to see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Hey there, stackers. It's Deadline Dodger and veteran of codependence, Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Like I was saying before the break on this day in 1776, a five-man team finally got down to business and produced the final draft of the Declaration of Independence. And like every group project I was in back in school, four of them probably went to TGI Fridays while old Tommy Jefferson pulled an all-nighter. And once TJ was done, they had to get all 56 of their classmates to sign off on it. Luckily, the document was a hit, and I hope they're all still collecting tons of money and royalties off the versions sold in gift shops like all over Philly and Boston and and online. So the question was, who was the oldest of the old dudes to sign that final copy? It was none other than our very own namesake, Mr. Benjamin Franklin, of course. And now, the guy who's the oldest signer of the Stacking Benjamins LLC, it's Joe, back with the host of Your World on Money, Andini Makazinski. And I'm super happy she's here with us, Andini Makazinski. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm fantastic, but we got to get something out there right away. I've been to Cannes before. I follow your Instagram account, Andini. You were just at the Cannes Film Festival. Paint a picture for me. What was that like? It was a blast. Honestly, I think I'm still recovering. My body is still <laughs> trying to catch up on the sleep because I and we were sleeping very late every single night, seeing so many movies, dressing up with friends. It was just great food, all in all, fantastic time, fantastic films. And yeah, I have no complaints. It's funny, you on your website and elsewhere, you always talk about your Filipino, Polish heritage. And I think Philippines... And I think Poland and all I think about is phenomenal food, like this fusion of Filipino and Polish food just makes me hungry. And do you cook? Oh, I don't cook, but I know many people who do cook great Filipino and Polish food, which is the main <laughs> important part. But yeah, truly, I've gotten the best of both worlds food wise. I mean, I love pierogi. I love anything with potato bread, sausage. But then I'll also love pancit, like the vermicelli noodles. All the desserts from the Philippines are insane with uh, like Biko, all these things. Yeah, best of both worlds. You are known as very much a Renaissance woman, as we said, as you were coming down the stairs. I don't know if you heard us. But, you know, one thing that you have never done is talk about money. Let's talk about your money journey leading up to this. Did your family ever talk about money growing up? 
I mean, they they started a savings account for me. My aunts had started a little savings for me when I was a kid, which I didn't touch until I graduated high school. Uh, and I was, you know, earning money doing science fairs because, like, the prizes you can win are pretty good cash. So I did have some savings, especially, which helped a lot with the university and paying for all those fees. But, yeah, money was not, like, an everyday topic, per se. Uh, it was just mainly let's save. I definitely grew up with the mentality instead of, like, trying to buy new things when things broke down or we didn't have something. I would see my parents often trying to innovate with whatever we had around the house. So it was definitely more like thrifty mindset that I grew up with. And then, you know, once I became an adult and left the house and was going to university, I was suddenly earning so much more money doing public speaking and working with brands. And I did not know how to handle my money, which is very unfortunate now that I look back. But, you know, we grow and we learn. And this kind of series came at a perfect time where I really needed to learn more about my finances and how to handle that and didn't have or hadn't found a resource that really made financial literacy exciting. You must have made some mistakes that now you can look back and laugh on, like I certainly did. Our stacker family knows about me getting my first credit card and totally blowing my credit out of the water. What was uh, Andini oops that you'd uh, take back now? just buying way too much clothes because I was trying to find my style, uh, which, you know, to be fair, I'm an expert in vintage clothing. I could definitely host a show or have my own vintage clothing shop because I know a freakish amount, but I definitely wish I just saved money and stopped shopping. And I think I still struggle with that today. I've honestly, I had like, I don't know if you know what Depop is. It's yeah, like an yeah, online yeah. Sure. reselling. I've sold over 300, almost 400 pieces of clothing on there. I am like a reselling expert when it comes to clothing and vintage clothing. And I just wish I hadn't bought so much clothing that I ended up having to resell. <laughs> well, I love, I love seeing in your con Instagram account, we'll link to it in our show notes. Like you rock in the vintage Hollywood look. So you had, oh, yeah. the, you, you, you had that down. What was your first job? I know the Singleton Foundation that backs uh, Million Stories. You know, they're about entrepreneurship too. What did you do? First job ever. First job. I guess there's two kind of two that happened at the same time. Uh, one was to become a tutor at Kumon, which is a math and reading tutoring company. I had attended as a student since the third grade math because I'm horrible at math. So it was very natural progression for me. I think sometime in late high school to start, you know, I was volunteering at first. And then once whenever they could start legally paying me, I started working as a tutor there. But my main first job that I would say is also I was part of a pyramid scheme. Uh, I um, worked at this company, I guess, I'll, whatever, I'll name it. It was called Cutco. We yeah, sold knives. Yeah, sure. Yes. And I was recruited as one is in a pyramid scheme by another friend. And then I was, you know, going to people's houses, all my classmates, parents and trying to sell them knives. And I'm sure they just felt so bad for me that they were like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to buy some. I was so excited about this. I learned all about the art of selling knives. And then at some point, my friends went, Anne, you know, Andini, you know, you're part of a pyramid scheme. And I went, what's that? Because I had you know, never experienced that. So after a while, I did end my time there, but I still really enjoyed it and I earned some money. So that was probably my first job. I can't tell you, though, Andini, the number of guests we've had on this show who are articulate people who know how to message to communicate who had that type of job and cut oh, yeah. specifically sometimes like y you had to go knock on doors and every door was show business all over again. Oh yeah. I mean, I've always loved performing, presenting. I'm an only child, so I need attention at all times. So Cutco <laughs> was just another way of me getting that. Let's dive into this project. So, well, before we do anything, let's just listen to a clip. This is Andini's project with million stories. This is a trailer for your world on money. 
Money. Apparently, it makes the world go round. But how? My name is Andini, I'm 25 years old, and like many in my generation, I find myself too afraid, lazy, embarrassed, and overwhelmed when it comes to asking for financial help. And I know I'm not alone. Let's see what people have to say about their finances. If there were some things you could learn more about when it came to your finances, what would that be? How I could like buy a house. How to budget your money a lot better. How to build like a better credit score. I'd like to get into investing. I do wish that I learned how to do my taxes. Budgeting, taxes, retirement, credit, home ownership, stocks. I sit down with financial experts to discuss how they all work and how they can work for you. And you dive into then talking to all these different people all these wonderful experts. I love the music. I like the cuts. But how'd you get attached to this project? Honestly, so I'm a public speaker. I speak a lot about art and science, my own life as an inventor, things like that. Uh, and I was speaking at a Red Bull event back in December 2019. And at the event, the director of the series, Christopher Dawkins, he was a cameraman filming for Freethink Media. And he came up to me and he was like, oh, here's my card or something. And he was like, oh, Freethink should do a piece on you. Like, you seem really cool. So we were in touch March 2020. And right at the beginning of that month, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll come. I was living in New York at the time. They are based in New York. So like, oh, we'll come film you, blah, blah, blah. Then they were like, oh, you know, COVID's happening. We're going to shut down for a couple of weeks. You're right. Just a couple of weeks. Without never hearing from them again, which, I mean, makes sense. It's pandemic. Uh, and then, like, last summer, I think in July 2022, I guess, Chris had become a director at Freethink. And he remembered me somehow after, like, three years and reached out. He was like, hey, I think you'd be a really good host. We'd love to like see if um, the Singleton's interested in working with you. And it kind of went from there, which was really exciting. That's super awesome. Were you intimidated at all? Because this is a, you know, you do things with the arts, you do things with science, but money, Andini, did you find yourself intimidated at all by that role? I, I was trying to very quickly educate myself on money and finances because I was helping write the first season and my tone of voice, especially. I think I was intimidated because I didn't really know that much about money, but they kind of reassured me, no, we want a host that is a Gen Zer that is also struggling to learn about finances yeah. and kind of bring the audience along with her on that journey. So I was scared at first, but I, you know, I feel most at home with a film crew and I truly just had so much fun. I think everybody could hear in that clip the fact that they're learning right along, right alongside of you. And these, when you went out on the streets and you're talking to people, Gen Z, a few look like they might be millennials. Did any of the things that they talked about surprise you? The things that they didn't know surprise you? Honestly, it made me feel more at home that they didn't know most yeah. of the things because I was like, "Oh, good, me too. We can be clueless together and then learn in the series." If anything, I felt intimidated when people did know what they were doing and they were like, yeah, I do have stocks and this and this, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I don't have my stuff together at all. But no, nothing surprised me, honestly. I We talked to a lot of very young people that were Gen Zers and most of them just were figuring it out or their parents had helped them set up savings or whatever it was. So I felt like very much at home, if anything. It really gives off this great vibe when you talk to these people, like we need to stop judging ourselves so much and just get started. Yeah, I think fear holds us back. I know for me with my finances, not knowing what to do was just the main thing of main thing stopping me from taking responsibility and feeling intimidated. So I'm hoping the series and the next one will help kind of make people feel more bold with their finances. So I guess that means that we're breaking news right here on the Stacky Benjamin Show. There will be a season two. 
Yes, there will be a season two. Very, very excited for that. We're doing four episodes, I believe. I could be misquoted. I think four. Yeah. Um, And Experian will have a lot of kind of a creative hand in what we're doing. And I'm really excited. The first series, this series is six episodes. Yes. Yeah. And how long are each of the episodes roughly? I think they're six to seven minutes. Honestly, I wish we had a bit more time to really dive into the subjects, but I think they were a good like basic intro for young people wanting to just like learn the basics about financial literacy. Completely. Chris, who you talked about earlier, I know is the director and you talk about meeting him. Tell me about working with him and with the Freethink team uh, behind the scenes. Did it take a long time to make these videos? Did they do them very quickly? How did it work? Oh gosh, I think we shot everything in like, it was six episodes. I think I was there for like seven days of shooting. It was, or something like that. It was quick. We really just like, might've been even quicker than seven days. I don't remember, but it was definitely like an intense shoot, but it was good. Actually, like the set design of like all the decorations, when I do all the intros and and I'm sitting down, I had like picked out of Amazon, like all the things I wanted for the set. Cause I wanted like a nineties, early 2000s feel. And I didn't even know what the Airbnb that we were shooting in was going to look like. So I just kind of picked things and it got put together really well. So hopefully I'll have some input this year on whatever the set design will be like now that I have more of an idea of what we're doing. Working with Chris as the director was such a pleasure. The producer Aya and everyone on set was just so wonderful, so patient with me. You know, I never worked with a teleprompter before and I had to learn on the day how to work with the teleprompter, which of course was not working properly because nothing on a oh, film no. set properly oh, when no. you need to. Yeah. So it was all kind of just like, ah, uh, but in the best way possible. Let's listen to a piece of one episode. This is a clip. I believe it's the trailer for your episode on real estate. So welcome to Townhome G. This is a four bedroom, four bathroom. Have you dreamt about owning a home? That's 2,250. Imagine going to your first open house. You're greeted by a real estate agent and you get a grand tour. Up here you have an additional bathroom that connects right by your other two bedrooms here, as well as an additional two closets. And you tell the agent that you have $1,000 ready to buy the home, but you find out that it's... $1.4 million. Can anyone afford that number? Do people even know how much an average home in NYC costs? It is, that really puts a pit in my stomach is, you know, home ownership seems to get so far away for so many people, Andini. Like, what did you learn about how people afford a house now? It's less intimidating than I thought, but it's still a lot of work to get financially at the position where you can take out a loan and, and buy a place. It's not something that I honestly see myself doing for quite some time until I have a lot more money, but it was really cool to learn more about it and also tour such a beautiful space. Oh, it's gorgeous, by the way. We'll, we will link to this on your Instagram. It is amazing, the space that you're looking at. Yeah, I wish we had more time in like the length of the episode to show like the full tour. But yeah, it was great. And it was super fun filming that scene as well. I can't believe $1,000 wouldn't buy it. That was really shocking. I know. Shocking. Shocking. There's one more elephant in the room we have to talk about before we let you go, which is there is that guy in episode two on credit. Very handsome. He's incredibly talented. He's like this wonderful expert. What was it like working with that guy who works out of his mom's basement? (laughs) Well, working with that guy, aka you, was truly so fun. I feel like you were definitely one of the most exciting people to interview because I had to do, we sat, just sat down and did all of them in like two days and you were definitely the much more alive person 
to talk to. Stop, keep um, going, stop, keep going, stop, natural, keep going. Natural, <laughs> But yeah, no, it was so fun. And hopefully you'll get to come back. We'll see. Well, Scorsese, if you're listening, come get me. There we go. Yeah. It is your world on money. It's available on YouTube. We'll link to it on our show notes. And Dini, thanks for hanging out with us and give us kind of a behind the scenes tour. I really appreciate it. Of course. So much fun. Thank you for having me on your show. Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio. And now when I'm not at Walt Disney World or sharing my passion for Disney World or eating, I am stacking Benjamins. Big thanks to Antini. And, and OG, it's really cool that they got somebody to host that series that is not one of the usual financial personalities. We had Jonathan Clements on, who's been a financial personality for a long time on Monday. And obviously, I absolutely respect his work and can lean on the things that he says. It's great. But... I also love the fact that she's never done this before and she's okay with kind of learning while she's hosting Learning this. as you go. Learning as you and go. And I think about how many people, you know, like I've tried to teach board games sometimes to people and they're like, oh, oh, I, uh, I don't get it. Like I'd explain it for 15 minutes and they go, ah, I don't get it. I don't understand the thing. You've learned how to fly an airplane at your age. You've learned how to do your... At my age. Yes. You le- you've learned how to do the... Significantly younger than you guys, I might add. You've learned how to do your after-school activity, which shall remain nameless, Yeah, which is also difficult. I mean, I feel like in a lot of ways, people just give up. They give up from everything to little things like the board game to flying. Oh, I can't do that. No, I can't. And Dini's like, not only can I do that, I will host a show that half a million people have watched. The only thing that's stopping you from doing anything that you want is what's between your ears. There's a great book about this. Stephen Pressfield writes called The War of Art. Definitely one of my favorite books of all time. And, and he talks about it being called resistance. And the whole thing is resistance is out to get you. You know, your mind is out to get you basically to convince you that you can't do any of this stuff. So it's, uh, it's always motivating to see people be successful in things that are just kind of like, eh. I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to try and see what happens. It's so exciting. In fact, there's a book that I like that is about having a growth mentality. It's also recommended by some of the biggest uh, business leaders out there. Books by Carol Dweck, and it's called Mindset. So there's two books right there, OG, about just getting your brain in the right place. You can't change a lot of things, but you yeah. certainly can change your outlook on being able to learn. And um, right. in Dini, I mean all the different things that she does and now hosting a show in an area. And guess what it is now for her. Now it's a piece of a resume. There you go. Now she gets the next financial thing much easier. Big thanks to her and, and uh, what an inspiration. Hey, let's throw out the Haven lifeline and tackle some of life's most important questions. Our friends at Haven life insurance agency, Doug, they put what you value first. Air conditioning, baby. And life sustaining. It is. I got to tell you, ever since I moved to this, air conditioning cracks me up because you will find that 95% of the people where I live go, oh, I couldn't live in Michigan or up, quote, up north because it's too cold. Yet all summer long, the air conditioning is at like 35 degrees. I am freezing most of the time. Every time I walk in a room with people that say, oh, it just seems that because it's 106 out. People that don't like winter. No, apparently you do. Apparently you do like winter. I think it's just the temperature change. I was oh. sitting outside. Today is one of the heat, high heat warning days. It's 105 or something. So I was sitting outside for a half hour. I came inside. I'm like, holy crap. It's like you could hang meat in here. It's so cold. It's like 75. 
you know. <laughs> so I think uh, get, I think maybe like, it's you just go from out. You open the door and you go from outside to inside. Does it snow right there? Like where all the where, where all the condensation happens between the, the cold and, and the warm? Yeah. You get a little mister, like you're in the produce aisle. A localized weather front. I get it yeah. on my glasses. Yeah. I got to take my glasses off immediately with the fog that happens on those. But it's not that. You're. I think. I think you're going to tell us, Joe, that it's not air conditioning. It's probably something else. What's that? Oh, it's your uh, loved ones in your time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What are you, look at that. What? What's, your, what's your loved ones in your time? The fact that Haven Life made this easy so you can spend more time worrying about air conditioning to the point that you forget the point of this entire segment. So why they pay buying quality term life insurance. Actually, simply go to stackbenjamins.com slash Haven Life. Their application, it's simple, it's online, you get an instant coverage decision, affordable prices, all policies issued by a company who's been there, Mass Mutual, more than a 160-year-old insurer. Today, we're going to throw out the lifeline to our friend Nelson. Hey, Nelson. Hey, Joe, OG, and most importantly, Doug. My wife and I are expecting our first child here in a couple months, and I wanted to get your thoughts on what I should be thinking about between now and then. Top of mind are starting a college fund, updating wills and our life insurance, and saving for the teenage grocery bills. But what else should I be doing? Looking forward to the t-shirt. When I cough the sleeves, I'll mail them to you, Doug, so you can see how comfy these things are. Thanks. <laughs> With the sleeves. I love and hate that guy. <laughs> Pre-cut. Thanks, Nelson. Uh, oh, gee, there's a lot of prep that goes into baby time. What do you... Uh... What do you think with just a few months to go? Earplugs. Earplugs, yeah. A couple of things that kind of come to mind. Um, obviously, the the increased expenses relative to having another person in the house, right? I mean, diapers and daycare and uh, formula and new clothes and, you know, all the stuff that you have to do when you have a baby or have any person living with you, whether it's, you know, this could also apply to mom comes and lives with you for an extended period of time. There's just going to be added costs associated with that. So anything that you can do to kind of think about that in advance, we talk about when we're uh, thinking about buying a house to spend the mortgage payment in advance, spend it into your savings account to see if you can get used to it. Now is the time to start spending the daycare bill, you know, like, oh, hey, I know it's going to be this amount. Start, start saving for it now. Start spending it now. So your cash flow adjusts. Some of the other tactical things that you already mentioned, 529 plans are fine. $100 per month per year of school that you want to pay for. So if you're thinking, hey, I want to pay 70% of my kid's college, very simply, just put 300 bucks into a 529 from, from the time that they're born. That'll get you pretty close. Wills, obviously, power of attorney. Make sure you've got uh, somebody signed up to be a guardian in case something bad happens. And same thing with your, uh, with your life insurance, you know, working through your estate plan to make sure that, uh, that that stuff's taken care of correctly. Updating beneficiaries could be another one that kind of goes hand in hand with your estate planning. These are some tactical things. But I think the biggest thing is just recognizing that life will never be the same. And I don't mean that in a really bad way. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just a whole new thing now. And the stuff that you used to do, you may do differently. The expenses that you used to spend money on, you may not now. You may have new expenses that you can't even possibly fathom. I have three little Ferraris. That's what I call them. And, uh, and for every one there was a difference. So it's an exciting time. So congratulations. Your life will never be the same. I love for the next few months, the idea of raising your savings, OG, that you mentioned to reflect more expenses in the house and just saving that money. Your, your bank account will be happy because there's going to be so many unexpected expenses 
I felt like we were just weird things. Doctor yeah, bills. We were running out know. of the house for all kinds of stuff going, Oh, you know, and you have this, sometimes you'll even have a baby shower and people, you know, friends will give you gifts. And I remember looking at this pile of gifts because people were so generous. I felt very, very lucky that that happened for us. But I'd say within two days, I was like, what happened to this pile of generosity? I thought that was going to get us through all the kid years. No, no, there's, there's so many surprises. Hey guys, I'm going to ask the similar question, but in a different way. What do you think is either, cause he's going to get tons of advertising, right? Cause the whole advertising world, marketing world now knows that he's going to be a parent. We all know how the algorithms work on social media and everything else. He's going to start getting pitched all kinds of stuff, whether it's whole life policies for his kids or things like that. What are things that maybe he wants to avoid financial related or otherwise? Cause I know we got a bunch of those. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember getting anything from a finance standpoint relative to the kids I don't think it's super necessary to go out and get them bank accounts, you know, immediately. I don't, I don't think that's super important. The record keeping, like getting a social security number and all that sort of stuff happens at the hospital now. So you don't, you don't really kind of sort of do that right away. The whole life thing. I don't, I don't, maybe they still advertise that. I haven't seen that, but my kids are a little bit older. So you do would know I have my, my sister-in-law told us last week or two weeks ago that they got life insurance, whole life policies for their, for their two kids. And I was pretty, I was very surprised and it was marketed to them. I think the older that you get, as your kids get a little bit older, there starts to be some other weird things like ways to get your kid ready for college. That's the kind of the stuff that we're in right now, Doug, to kind of give you, to kind of talk about where we are, but like we're getting the like SAT prepped classes and you can't get into college unless you hire Bill who knows how to get you into every college. And uh, same thing with like sports and that sort of thing. It's like interesting to, to see how all of a sudden addictive that whole thing is. Yeah. Thanks for the question, Nelson. And by the way, we will send you a shirt. Uh, We're going to leave the sleeves on. You can take them off yourself and then uh, take a picture for the basement. Stackingbenjamins.com slash voicemail if you've got a question for OG and the team here and we'd love to help you congratulations by the way Nelson on the baby coming that is a super exciting time of of life and just yeah get all the sleep in now not just the earplugs but get all the sleep in today because that's all going to change too I thought you were saying congratulations on the t-shirt oh congratulations you, you on, on the t-shirt nice both okay. it doesn't have to be either or it could be both I mean that's fantastic it, in both sides it is it, Two requirements, Nelson. One, as soon as you get the shirt, picture in the basement, have to see it. That's non-negotiable. Then do it again with the shirt holding your newborn. That would be oh, cute AF, cool. right? There it is. Yeah, this is a this is a great time for Nelson. Hey, uh, that's going to do it for today, except for the community calendar. Coming up tomorrow, I will be on Instagram live at uh, 4 p.m. Central Time, which is 5 p.m. Eastern. 2 p.m. Pacific. Come join us. Mountain timers now are like, what about us? That would be 3 p.m. for you, Mountain Time. Don't want to leave you guys out. So come join me on Instagram. We are, uh, our guest is still to be determined. Might just be me. Could be, uh, well, no matter what, it's me and you. And I'd love to give away another copy of Stacked, my my book that came out a year ago that um, has gotten some pretty great reviews lately. So Come join us on Instagram for all of our channels, stackingbenjamins.com slash welcome. 
Uh, that is it, except for if you're not here to join us on social media, if you're not here, uh, even though Nail and Doug's trivia is really cool, you're not here just for Doug's trivia, you're here because you need to make better decisions about your financial life. Head to stackybenjamins.com slash OG because OG and his team are taking clients and you can see what it would take for their team to intersect with you and your team to make better financial decisions in the future. Stackingbenjamins.com slash OG for that meeting. All right. That's going to do it for today. What a fun show. Doug, what would you say are the top three things we should have gotten out of today? Well, Joe, first, take some advice from Andini Makazinski. Not great with money? Find people around you and learn. Experts call this having a growth mentality and can really help you build your wealth of knowledge more quickly. Second, not using your 401k plan at work? Probably time to dust off the paperwork or head to the website and sign up. Or are you already signed up? Let's contribute more. I challenge you to raise that contribution, stackers. If only by a few dollars, let's bump it up. But the big lesson? Turns out Joe's mom did not know any of the signers of the Declaration of Independence personally, and she actually takes it personally if you ask her. So I wouldn't. Ever. Full stop. Even if it's an honest mistake with the math on her birthday and all. I mean, look, sorry, Ma. Thanks to Andini Makazinski for joining us today. You can find Andini and Joe on Million Stories, Your World on Money, available on YouTube. We'll also include links in our show notes at stackingbenjamins.com. This show is the property of SB Podcasts, LLC, copyright 2023, and is created by Joe Salcihat. Our producer is Karen Repine. This show was written by Lacey Langford, who's also the host of The Military Money Show, with help from me, Joe, and Doc G from the Earn and Invest podcast. Kevin Bailey helps us take a deeper dive into all the topics covered on each episode in our newsletter called The 201. You'll find the 411 on all things money at The 201. Just visit stackingbenjamins.com slash 201. Tina Eichenberg makes the video version of this show. Once we bottle up all this goodness, we ship it to our engineer, the amazing Steve Stewart. Steve helps the rest of our team sound nearly as good as I do right now. Want to chat with friends about the show later? Mom's friend Gertrude and Kate Yunkin are our social media coordinators, and Gertrude is the room mother in our Facebook group called The Basement. So say hello when you see us posting online. To join all the basement fun with other stackers, type stackingbenjamins.com slash basement. Not only should you not take advice from these nerds, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, speak with a real financial advisor. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you next time back here at the Stacking Benjamin Show.
Uh, do you guys know the Holderness family on YouTube? Yes. Okay. Yep. So they just uh, launched a new video. Well, I guess it's maybe a couple of weeks old now, but um, about youth sports. As both of my kids are in high school, Doug, you have had kids in youth sports. Obviously, Joe, been your, there, done that. your kids have, have been there. The six stages of youth sports from the Holderness family. Oh, the neighbors are packing up. Looks like the kids are in soccer uniforms. Stage one, total Did ignorance. Did sign ups? No, I'm sure it's not too late. I'm sure it's super simple to find a team. It's youth sports. Yeah, and you can start playing sports whatever, right? It's not like kids start serious training in youth sports at age five. I mean, do we really want to give up our Saturday mornings? Maybe we'll just like find a team that can practice and play on the same day, whatever. Let's not alter our life to accommodate youth sports. <laughs> Stage two, just for fun. This will be fun. It's always good to know what it's like to be part of a team. Just for fun. Low pressure. They are so cute. Wait, is he good? I mean, all parents must say this, but I think he may be good. He's good, right? I think so. Is he special? Our kid is obviously special. I mean, our kid and no one else. He's the best one out there. My judgment isn't clouded at all by the fact that he's my son. He's way too good for this rec league. Stage three, competitive curious. Huh, there's like traveling teams you can try out for. Tryouts at this age. Yeah, and this message board says if he doesn't try out now, there's no way he'll ever break in. He's 10. I know, apparently we're like way behind. Huh, when did his friend Trevor start soccer? He was in the little booger picker shooters when he was like three. What? I saw him doing bicycle kicks when he was five. We have failed as parents. We are behind. We need to drop everything. Drop everything, stage four. I've cleared my work schedule. You've taken a half day from work. We need to map out our child's entire future. I mean, do you think he has a future in baseball? You're right. Shut it down. And then there's basketball. He doesn't even have a step back three yet. Shut it down. He does love that improv comedy class. Kim, I'm going to improv that I didn't hear that. We need to shut that down. One thing only from now on, suck. My self-worth is directly tied to my child's success. I mean, obviously. What kind of extravagant training gear can we get? Recovery compression sleeve. Infrared sauna blanket. High power muscle massager. Foam roller. Hmm, does it vibrate or have like a Bluetooth? No. That's not very extravagant, Kim. Here's a team schedule. Whoa. Schedule shock, stage five. It looks like tournaments every weekend for the next three months. And practices every night? And the coach recommends private lessons if you have time? What is that, like a guy coming over and saying, kick the ball? And that's gonna help? All that training may not work, but it is expensive. The more expensive it is, the more pressure we'll put on our kids. That's a formula for success. Will he have time for school. He's fine. He's smart. Okay, pay the team fee, buy the uniform. Let's cash out all our vacation time and do this. Wait, should we ask our kid if he actually wants to do this? Oh, yeah. Stage six, we forgot our kid. So what do you think, buddy? Oh, you'd rather not do it? But you're so good. And that's all that matters, right? Yeah, if you're so good, you obviously love it as much as we love watching you be good, right? And then I feel good about myself because, you know, my parents never did this for me, so thereby it makes me feel validated in my experience. Oh, was it our color-coded schedule? We could scale back on the weight training plan. Or the 10-page contract we made you sign? Hey, buddy, it's totally fine. Yeah, let's just go to the park. This will be just for fun. They have a pickleball court. You want to try that, buddy? Holy crap. That was good. Do they have private pickleball coaches? <laughs> it's frighteningly accurate. Well, Stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning because it is Military Appreciation Month that I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law, Eric, who is such a giving person. Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be 
a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family, and is always there when you need them. This Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans, and all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, there are so many resources on the Navy Federal website, resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.